And we're back on the KY Ben Morning Show, talking uh, now in studio with uh, Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas joining us. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Hi. listeners. And how are you doing today? It's uh, I'm doing pretty well. A it's summer a day. Nice, sticky summer day, yes. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about, I would, we want to talk about a number of different things today, but I want to start off with uh, tomorrow you are going to have some uh, enhanced enforcement uh, for speeders on Highway 3. Tell us about that. So we have a, an extra project going on. So it's Highway 3 from the start. It's in the city of Faribault is where it starts. And it continues all the way up and through uh, Dakota County. So we will have extra enforcement um, for the Sheriff's Office, City of Faribault, Northfield, State Patrol, um, Dakota County, Rosemont, Farmington, all those. So if you're on Highway 3... Uh, Keep her at the speed limit. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, easy. I should say easy enough. I, I would say any road you should keep yeah. her at the speed limit, but yeah, especially on Highway Three. Yeah, we talked a couple of years ago. Uh, we, we've talked with you in the past, and also Sheriff Dunn uh, prior to you about. Uh, it's like what what went on all of a sudden the the lockdown when COVID came, the pandemic, the lockdown, and everybody started speeding. It seems like at crazy speeds. Are things still? Are you still seeing some of the? Uh, uh, the crazy speeds that we we saw a couple of years ago. Um, so we just did a an extra enforcement on Highway 19 on July 1st. Um, my staff didn't have any super high speeds. I know mm-hmm. Northfield had a few that were that like 20 over. Um, so like 76, okay. 80, some in the in the 60 zone. But uh, we did have one last week that was in like about a 114, 115. Um, Unfortunately, that guy was in the dust by the time we were able to get turned around. So never caught that uh, person. Wow. Uh, Let's uh, talk about the uh, disappearance of El Reagan. Uh, That, of course, the Northfield Police Department, uh, it's their case. They're leading that. Correct. Uh, But in uh, Rice County, has uh, the sheriff's office has uh, provided some assistance uh, and played a role in the uh, search for her. Let's talk about that a little bit. So on the day of the event, uh, my staff were over there, and then we called in one of our drone pilots early for a shift to assist in searching. Um, The the drones have created a a unique dynamic when it comes to search and rescue where we can cover a whole cornfield, you know, in a matter of, a fraction of the time it would take for a person to try and walk it. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking for like the corn knockdown or whatever, something that looks out of place. And then we also have the, uh, um, like the flare on our big one so you can pick up heat senses. The problem when it's super hot like that, everything is hot. So mm-hmm. uh, we did that. And then I had a couple of our investigators assisted with uh, some other calls that were came into Northfield because, um, when you have a missing six-year-old, that's your primary focus, but you, uh, the phone doesn't quit ringing, right? People still have uh, calls that need to be taken care of, so we assisted with that. Let, let's talk about that drone technology. It's relatively new. You've probably had it for a few years now, but it seems like the uh, the uses for that, you know, the, the, uh, the attachments, the add-ons that you can get uh, have really... Uh, 
advanced as far as technology go, the technology behind that. Now, your officers, are they specially trained? Do you have a special, like a drone pilot? Do you have to go to school for that? Who, who yeah, operates those? You actually have to attend a, a special class. Um, I think it's a license is like, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it's like your 107B license to be, and then that's why you can fly over people. And uh, so we have uh, the task force has two. The sheriff's office has one. Um, and then I have in the budget next year to purchase a second one. So the first one that we bought, which is a, a, a rather large unit, was about $48,000, $50,000. We bought that with a grant for the task force. <clears throat> um, that's got some really unique uh, lenses on the camera so we can zoom in if we need to, and Mm -hmm. um, has a flur on it for looking for heat sources. So that's a very, and it also has a tether, so we can put that one up, and it can stay up as long as we need it. We don't have to bring it down and change batteries, so we can run it at an event and just put it up 200 feet up and monitor everybody we want. Wow, that, uh, I would imagine the uses probably go beyond what most people think. Uh, do, do you use those a lot for different, uh, in different scenarios? I mean, I mean, the first thing you think of is would be like a, a missing person. Uh, yep. But uh, I would imagine the uses go beyond that. What else have you used those for? So, I mean, every month the pilots are supposed to do a training. So we've actually used uh, like a training exercise. One of their training exercises was to fly the new property the county bought where the public safety center is going so we flew that in the fall when the leaves are off so you can actually see the everything that how it looks before construction is going to start and so we can go back once construction starts and say this is what it looked like before here's what we changed stuff like that so it's just things that you can and we actually flew uh for um i guess it'd be the ditch ditches in rice county we flew a waterway to show the erosion that's taken, that's been taking place. So instead of having mm-hmm. people walk through a wet, muddy field, we just flew that and we recorded the uh, video footage and then gave that to them. Mm, interesting. Well, yeah. that, uh, that really does have a lot of uses. I'm sure it comes in handy. Uh, you had mentioned crowds of people and such. You'll be uh, seeing crowds of people uh, later on this month as the Rice County Fair or uh, gets into uh, to gear. Is it uh, next week? The week after July twentieth through the twenty fourth. Yeah. Week yes. after, yeah. Uh, you'll have a presence at the fair. Will you be bringing the drone and looking down on people? Um, we, last year we had it out. I don't know that we used it much. The uh, issue we had last year, we had a few fights in the midway, and so we actually. Ex- it's kind of sad, but we had to park a squad car in the midway, and to try and keep the crowds and the fighting to a minimum. Um, So we've been working on meeting with uh, uh, leadership groups in Faribault and trying to come up with a plan to try and deter or um, prevent that from happening, Mm -hmm. I guess. So um, we have, we will be in full force, I'll put it that way. All right. Uh, Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas is uh, with us right now. Let's talk about the uh, new Rice County Jail, the Safety Center. Uh, That has, boy, it seems like it's a slow process, but it is such a huge project and such an important project that it's not something you can rush along. Where are we at now? The ground has not been broken as of yet. Correct. Last I heard, they're projecting groundbreaking sometime, you know, that 
August, September time. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the design itself, I know the architects have been working on that, and they've been working in conjunction with you and uh, some of the other uh, law enforcement and justice leaders in Rice County to make sure they have the, the design right. Have you been uh, uh, actively participating with that? So I've done a little bit. It's been, for the last month, it's been a little slow on my side of, of stuff, but our transition team, so I have uh, our jail assistant jail administrator, a jail sergeant, and a correctional officer on our transition team for the jail. And so they're going through every little thing you can think of. So every time you walk through a door, what does that look like? How does that change from where we're at now? All of our policies are probably going to change. Our procedures are all going to change for sure because it's a completely different layout. So any little thing you can think of, that's what they're working on right now. So they they meet every day. And they're constantly going through stuff and changing it and reaching out to vendors and different uh, correctional, um, different jails without the state trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And then making that unique to our new structure. So. Mm-hmm. Now, have there, uh, yeah, I guess you, you might pay more, a little more attention to this than I do, but are there some newer uh, county jails around the state of Minnesota? Or are there some innovative things going on? If you, if you check, so, I'm sure somebody's looked into that. So the ones that we've toured, um, like Chisago counties is fairly new. Um, Lisseur counties is probably the newest in our area. Mm-hmm. So we've looked at theirs, um, some of the things that they some of the obstacles they had to get through while they were building, we looked at that to try and eliminate that happening in our project. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've, uh, and our transitions team has toured a lot of different facilities and spoke with a lot of jail uh, administrators throughout the state. So, All right. I'm sure there will uh, be some type of groundbreaking ceremonies uh, at the end yeah, of the summer. Yeah, I would summer. think it's coming sometime this year. Yeah. All right. Sheriff, thank you so much for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Wish you the uh, uh, best this month. Have a fun summer, I guess, yeah. on a personal level and, and, a, uh, and, and a business level as well. I don't know if that's going to be fun or not, but uh, anyway, have a good month. All right. You too, Jeff. Thank you. Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas.